0: If you're like me, then maybe you get a little frustrated when you hear people ragging on this current generation of students and saying things like, they're not gritty, they have no work ethic, I don't know what to do with them. Well, in today's episode, we're going to dive into this idea of grit and how to help our students really develop grit as a byproduct as we work with them through different strategies around setting goals. When someone walks into one of our entrepreneurship spaces, anyone on our team is going to tell them immediately that there are four key attributes to the entrepreneurial mindset. We always start with growth mindset. And typically when we share this with someone, there's a lot of nodding. There's a lot of agreement, a lot of, yes, I think that's so important. When we get to the next two, however, there's a little bit of confusion. We, we say the word grit and typically people will nod and, you know, kind of agree We get to redefining failure, and there's some confused looks, and then we get to opportunity seeking, and everyone starts nodding again. Well, today we're going to dive into that second attribute, the attribute of grit. So again, when I say to someone, hey, we help our students develop grit, sometimes I get questions about that, questions like, okay, well, how do you do that exactly? Is it? really possible to help our students learn grit? Isn't grit an innate quality? Isn't it something that you're born with? This is where we rely on the research of Angela Duckworth. And you're going to hear a lot of book recommendations from me, but there's one in particular that I believe every person in education should read, and that is the book Grit, By Angela Duckworth. Now, she's got a great real short TED talk on this subject, and she outlines grit using a very clear definition. It is a definition that has become the backbone of how we teach grit from the entrepreneurial mindset perspective. Are you ready? I'm going to hit you with it right now. According to Duckworth, grit is passion and perseverance toward long-term goals. All right, that's so good, I'm going to say it again. It is passion and perseverance toward long-term goals. Now, here's why I love that definition. If she had just said, it's about passion toward goals, well, look, we get really passionate about our goals when we set them. I mean, otherwise, we wouldn't have them as a goal, right? Of course, there's passion and excitement around it. But as we know, passion fades. Oh, it fades. Sometimes it fades two weeks into our New Year's resolution, and we think, why did I choose this goal in the first place? Putting on my running shoes is hard enough, much less getting outside and jogging two miles. Passion fades. But that's why Duckworth includes the word perseverance. Perseverance. That's that determination. That's what kicks in and helps us go the distance when we no longer feel the enthusiasm around it. But notice the third part of the definition it's not just passion, it's not just perseverance, it's about long term goals. I love this. Duckworth doesn't just say, oh, short-term goals or having a goal. She specifically clarifies that it is a long-term goal. Now, here's an important thing to keep in our minds as we do this, especially if we're doing this with students or even with our own children at home. Long-term has to do with the mindset of the person that we're working with. So if you're like me and you're in your 40s, you might be thinking long-term is a 10-year goal or a five-year goal. Well, if we're dealing with 12-year-olds, long-term might be a month or you know the end of the school year at the longest, but having them project out 10 years is a bit too much. The point is long-term is going to depend on the audience, on the students, on our children, on the person that we're working with, but the key is to help them set these long-term goals. So if we want to teach grit, we need to think of grit as a byproduct. We need to go about using goal setting strategies and systems in our classrooms so that the students in doing that ultimately get tricked into becoming grittier. I love this idea of the karate kid. You know, here's Daniel LaRusso and he's waxing on and waxing off and he's sanding the floor and he's painting the fence and man, he's just had it. He goes up to Mr. Miyagi and he's like, look, I've been doing all your chores. I'm sick of it. I'm supposed to be learning karate. And of course, as you know, Mr. Miyagi then shows him he's been learning karate all along. This is exactly how we teach grit. We do it by teaching goal setting. And we do that by demonstrating it in our own lives. You're going to hear that over and over from me as you listen to these podcast episodes. We cannot teach the entrepreneurial mindset to our students, to our children, to anybody else if we don't demonstrate it ourselves. If we want to teach the entrepreneurial mindset, we need to set goals in our own life. But then we need a clear system to ensure that we are meeting those goals, that we're reaching those goals, and that we're celebrating the accomplishment when we do. One of the ideas here is that the goals that we are setting should be seen not as the ceiling but as the floor, and when we break through that floor, we set another goal and then another. But the key here is to have a system. This is where I believe wholeheartedly in borrowing from the four disciplines of execution, the 4DX model. This is another great book to read. You could just grab the audiobook version of this. But the four disciplines of execution take us through four key steps To set and reach goals in our lives, in our businesses, with our teams, in our classrooms. And it works like this. Number one, you set a wildly important goal, a WIG. Now, Jim Collins would call this a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Regardless, you have a unified goal. So imagine getting with your students at the beginning of the year and determining your goal for that year. Make it big, make it exciting, and make it clear to everybody. That's step one. Step two is you need to create a scoreboard for this goal. Think about that classic thermometer used in fundraising campaigns. And as the thermometer level rises, so does the money that has come in. You cannot get a clearer scoreboard than that. Everybody can look at it and know exactly where they are. The scoreboard reflects the status of the goal, the journey toward that goal. I recommend to teachers get a big scoreboard of sorts and put it on your wall and then have your students hold each other accountable Of moving toward that goal. They should see that scoreboard each and every day and know exactly where they are and what they need to do to move that lever. This takes us to the third discipline, which is going to involve lag measures. Lag measures are measures after the fact. Think about those emails and texts you get after you've gone to a restaurant and they ask for your feedback. How was the meal? How was the service? Would you recommend us? That's a lag measure. That's how they can find out if they did a good job, but they can't necessarily get that information before you come to the restaurant. The before piece is the final missing puzzle to this. It's called the lead measure. This is where we create systems that if done consistently, if built over time, will ensure that we reach our goal you see the lead measure relies on things like high return habits or don't break the chain techniques that we're going to talk about in this podcast in future episodes but the idea is we look at our goal we devise our scoreboard and then we ask ourselves what are the things that i could do consistently every day every week over time that would build up and ensure that by the end, we would reach the goal. And the byproduct is the development of grit. As our students see this process at work, as they see the system play out, they inherently become grittier because they are developing the perseverance to add on to the passion and the realization that they can set long-term goals and accomplish those goals with the discipline necessary. That's why it's called the four disciplines of execution. That's ultimately what we're teaching our students. We're teaching them to have a disciplined life, which is a skill that's going to carry over into all matters of success in their future. I mean, if we can teach them discipline, my goodness they are going to be set up for success for practical application in so many areas and i firmly believe it starts with goal setting in the classroom because that's going to lead to habit formation it's going to lead to all different aspects of not only setting but achieving goals and ultimately they will become grittier as a result